Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the Making It in Medicine podcast, where we're talking about work experience and volunteering. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram to ask questions and contribute to the conversation. We hope you enjoy it. Right, guys welcome to the very first episode of the making it in medicine podcast it's been a long time coming well especially for me um but we are joined by shane why don't you do the honors okay uh, my name's shane uh, i am a first year med student at imperial college london and my name's viddy and i'm a first year medical student at brighton and sussex medical school um my name is miles and i am a first year medic Oh, technically uh at lancaster university um so yeah thank you for joining on our podcast um and as you heard in the in the intro we're going to be talking about work experience and volunteering today let's start off with what is work experience All right so the medical schools council states that work experience is any activity or life experience that demonstrates that you've one had people focused experience providing a service or care Two, develop some of the essential values um, that are needed to study medicine. And three, developed a realistic view of what it is to actually study medicine. Okay, so, I mean, we've obviously undergone the process of volunteering in a work experience. So, you know, what, what did you guys do um, for your work experience? Um, so, firstly, when I was in year 10, um, through school, I managed to find a placement at Wandsworth Medical Centre. And there I did, um, I, I was pretty restricted as to what I could do due to my age. I was only 15 at the time. So um, I didn't get to shadow any GPs, but I did manage to sit in, in some smoking cessation sessions and I did uh, shadow a nurse. But a lot of the stuff that I did there was um, basically admin work. Overall, though, I got a good idea and a good understanding of how a GP works. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then after that, I did a hospital placement at Darren Valley Hospital, and I was 17 at the time, so I had a lot more opportunities. Um, so basically, at the time, I was doing a Gold Crest Award project um, on Da Vinci robots, which was to do with prostatectomies. And so I applied for um, work experience at the urology department at Darren Valley. And there I was basically with a surgical consultant most of the time. and um did basic stuff like sitting in clinics um going to the operating theater watching a few surgeries um and like a particular experience that i'd like to pick up on is when i was in the clinic and i was shadowing the consultant and he had just diagnosed um a middle-aged man with prostate cancer mm-hmm. and the patient was very shocked and frustrated it was just really good to see how the consultant was able to show empathy and was able to calm down the patient, especially because he was very frustrated. Yeah. So it was just a really good experience to see how consultants and doctors have to handle situations like those where patients might show um, unorthodox reactions. Yeah, and I think what's really in- interesting about that is like, yeah, you can go on a million work experiences, but the one thing you have to realize when you go on work experiences, you have to, you have to see and take, you know, lessons from, from that work experience. And like you just said, you know, 
you have to as a doctor you have to be able to console and you know fulfill that empathetic role um of being able to be there for the patient not just you know as a physician but as as kind of a a guide through the the kind of hospital process and i also feel like it shows how everyone is different so it's not like everyone will react the same and i feel like doctors have to be able to sort of navigate the situation in a way that sort of caters towards each patient as well yeah so that's quite it's 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 wild when you see it happen in front of you because normally like when you're thinking about you probably might have laughed or whatever if you were in that situation but how the doctor does it is completely different to how you would do it so it's it's that sense of professionalism that comes in as well i guess yeah it's also to quickly mention that so if if um anyone who's going to do any work experience or does any work experience and if you guys do find yourself in a situation like that just make sure you do keep professional um the last thing a patient who's just see just received some um upsetting news like the last thing they'd want to see is someone laughing or reacting in a a non-professional way so just make sure if you do find yourself in that situation just state like as much as you might want to react just stay calm don't and they can read your face as well like you might not even show like this we actually talked about this in couple um workshops like during first year uni um the doctors were talking about how like even they themselves have accidentally um reacted um for example um if i don't know someone had vomited and you'd made a face just because the smell wasn't quite um nice like so stuff like that can really upset a patient so you just need to like make sure you're aware of how you react to situations and just try keep on a very professional face at all times because you don't want to be upsetting any patient's feelings yeah definitely yeah shane's coming in clutch here <laughs> definitely definitely i mean that like everything shane just said there is is really important to to kind of get a grasp of and understand because well it's kind of like a tick tick box kind of um list of things that the medical schools council want uh, medical students to to learn um before they they apply and being able to go on work experience and take these important lessons away is kind of the whole point of the process and so that's why when you go on work experience you don't just go on there to put it on on your personal statement you go on there to learn and and that's the one thing that um, I think is the most important about our experience. Anyway, so Vidi, what did you what yeah. did you do um, for your work experience? So um, I did my work experience one at um, the A and E department at St George's, I think, during year thirteen, and another one during year twelve summer at St Bartholomew's at the cardiology department. Thinking back, it was only a year ago, a year and a bit, but it seems like it was a long time ago and both of these experiences were actually very very good in the sense that it was it gave a realistic sort of idea of how a doctor's day is structured and the sort of characteristics and qualities they needed to to face each patient so um one thing that sort of really echoed was how the doctors showed empathy regardless of the situation and how they treated each patient as a person. So emphasizing on the holistic approach of medicine and not just as a task. And the fact that you have to build a rapport really quickly with the patient, even though you've just met them. 
to make them feel comfortable and able to tell you everything that the doctor needs, every piece of information that the doctor requires in his diagnosis. Um, and it's, it's, it's just amazing how you see everything sort of like fit together, like cogs in like, a, like a, a cog work, if that makes sense. Might be just saying rubbish right now, but hopefully you understand. <laughs> no, I get, I get you. I get what you mean. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like when you see Sherlock Holmes in his mind palace, putting words and clues together, you just see that happening towards you in front of you. And then you're just like realizing this is so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, like that is actually because because um, it's interesting that you actually mentioned Sherlock Holmes because a um, couple of the teachers at my uni, like who are GPs, they talk about um, even on my GP placement, my GP was like basically the job of a GP is basically the same as a detective. That every day patients come in and with some symptoms, and you've got to piece together their symptoms and um, them themselves and their history to kind of figure out what's wrong with them. So. Yeah, as in it's it's interesting that you made that link. Yeah. Can I just say Sherlock Holmes is the bangers. The bangers, yeah. Watch uh, it. I highly, I highly recommend that TV what, program. BBC? Banging. Yes. Uh, I might have to start. Um, but I also want to just sort of echo how you realise it's one thing when you sort of hear someone say it, but it's another when you sort of experience it yourself. Yeah, definitely agreed on that. I definitely agree. Yeah, so it's 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 also sort of cool when you see how much medicine has progressed. So like from the histories during like the Black Death to what it is now, it's just so amazing to see how it's progressed. And can I just say the NHS is doing an amazing job in these tough times as yeah, well. So I think exactly. it was it was the NHS's seventy second birthday today. So I think our Twitter was onto that. So happy birthday to the NHS, um, and thank you for all the hard work that you guys have been doing. Because honestly, we would not have gotten through this, um, and still wouldn't be right. getting through this pandemic without you guys. We aspire to be as great as you one day, <laughs> hopefully. Can I just say I love you, Suzanne? Now, Suzanne, if you're listening to this, I love you. What? Shout out to you. Uh, honestly, nurses are honestly some of the best people you ever meet. Yes. Um, I mean, even yes. in the hospital, like yes. most of the time, um, patients spend more time with nurses than their doctors themselves. So mm. it is, they are a vital part of the NHS. Yeah. Back to the, the whole question of, you know, the examples of what you can do. Um, for work experience. I mean, I went on, I was lucky enough to go on a seven day shadowing job in Epsom General Hospital. And I, I shadowed surgeons for a week. I literally had to get up at 5am every single day, take a, a one hour bus journey down to Epsom and be in by 7am before the surgeons. And it was honestly some of the coolest, like, it was definitely one of the coolest weeks of my life because not only did I get to learn, you know, what it is to be a doctor and, you know, how the, how the team structure works and, you know, how doctors handle such certain situations, but I also just kind of really felt, you know, this is, this is cool, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't overstate, mm. like you go there and you're like, damn, like, this is what I want to do. It kind of, for me, it reaffirmed to me, like, I really want to do medicine. And so that's what I really enjoyed about my work experience, getting to, to do something different and see something different almost every single day. And that's the one thing I like about medicine there is so much variety in it it's not just you know you're stuck with one path you can do exactly. so much that is so true like even in when i was in my hospital placement and i was in the surgical theater like i saw the same operation for basically the whole day it was all laser lithotripsies 
um so basically kidney stone removal with a laser yeah. but like each case was different that because everyone's so different sick. it was cool yeah i'm not gonna lie to you um it, it did see some stuff that maybe a 17 year old shouldn't have seen but um it was very interesting just to see how the, the this whole surgical pre- procedure and how it worked um and yeah like even though basically it was, they were doing the same thing all they were doing were lasering the stones and breaking up into smaller pieces and taking them out every patient was different so like it was just interesting to see how they like over, how the surgical team overcame different challenges and worked together um to efficiently produce a successful surgery yeah i think that's one of the can i also yeah. just say quickly um if you mind miles I'll go for it um it's also it's 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 great saying that oh yeah it was cool this that and the other but you got to also understand that it does show you the bad stuff of medicine so see so on my work experience with in the cardiology department at saint bartholomew's you did i did get to see a lot of patients who were elderly who didn't look very well who had multiple other um pathologies so they yeah, might have course. had cancers or heart failures on top of it and they didn't look good and obviously you do see well i unfortunately managed to see death as well i did see a patient die which isn't the best um thing to see obviously as a student you don't expect yourself to see that yeah quite as early as i did yeah. mm-hmm. but of course it's 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 because you it's almost like because i saw that it's also like i really want to work hard to make sure i prevent whoever's grandma or mom or dad dying as well if that makes sense yeah so it's also used as a sort of how can i say like a shot of red bull to give you that energy and motivation to do better if that makes yeah, sense do the best you yeah can exactly patient, like yeah. i remember even like my co- my older cousins who are doctors like they've told me so many times that yeah, medicine is very interesting. Like on work experience, you see loads of cool things, but like as as much as there are highs, there are so many lows in medicine that um, eventually we are going to have to work out like different ways how to tackle like um, death and just and, like loads of very difficult and upsetting things that happen in the hospital. Like you just need to learn how to deal with it. And um, mm. it's very important to know so it was a good point yeah definitely agreed and so i feel like that's what that's one of the things that makes a part of the 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 whole um one of the criteria of developing a realistic understanding of what it is to practice medicine so um seeing both the good and the bad sides and and kind of realizing is this really the right career for me um that's that's one question you really have to ask yourself before applying to medicine exactly realizing you know it's you're in it for the 100%. long haul yeah you you are really in it for the yes. long haul and so yeah. you, yes. you're making a it's commitment a six year de- five yeah, or six man. year degree so if you if you're going to make do that do not go in blind <laughs> if you're going to make that commitment you better be sure that you know it is it is the one for you not your parents telling you to do it not your granddad no one you want to do mm. it i cannot stress this enough you have to want to do it because if you it's don't, so important. It's very important. You like, will be faced with the harsh reality of 100%. what you're getting into, and if you can't enjoy it, you cannot make it in medicine. If that makes sense. Well, that's. Fine. I don't want to. I don't want to be pessimistic here, <laughs> but I just want to really iterate something here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's true. It's it's very. I mean, very you're giving the, sto- like, the the stone cold facts. Um, that's what we're kind of here to do on this podcast. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I'm not meant to be the band-aid here. I just put <sighs> that hydrogen peroxide on 
or whatever. Okay, we're, what, Shah, <laughs> we're leading into okay, nerd territory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know what Vidi's on about. But, um... All right, so... Sorry, um, shame. Yeah, so in the, in the title of this podcast, we have work experience and volunteering. So the one, one method that a lot of um, pre-med students use is to volunteer at their local hospitals and or um, care homes or hospices. And I feel like this is a very good way to... Um, you know, show that you are, you have a commitment Ooh, to a caring wait, role. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, Miles. Just before we move on, one thing a lot of people don't tell you, um, but you should kind of do is uh, take notes. Oh so, yeah. Like the thing I find it so useful yes. because when it came to the time for for That's personal true, statements yeah. and interviews, like. Um, I didn't want to be like trying to think back and make, like trying to think back of scenarios that I didn't remember. So like when you're there, don't do it. It's important to know that if you're, if you're taking it on your phone, don't do it in front of patients or when you're in, yeah. when you're in um, clinics, for example, or you're shadowing a consultant or a GP, just um, do it like maybe in your lunch break or when you can, because you don't want the patient or the consultant to uh, think that you're just on your phone. But um, if you do, if you do take like, so for example, Imperial, um, if you don't know this, um, it shouldn't help you make a decision for medical schools, but Imperial do give you free iPads. Whoa, um, you plug in medical and schools now. They, oh. Get off it. <laughs> and they, get uh, off it. Like, the reason they do it is because when we are on placement, it is more professional to use something like an iPad to make notes on so that like you, you can, so the patient and doctor both know you're doing something productive, yeah. not just on your phone. But if you don't have an iPad or a small laptop that you can take in with you, just even if you're on like a lunch break or at the end of the day, just jot down anything you might think is useful to talk about in interviews or mention in your personal statement. Because trust me, when it comes to that time, you would want to remember it. Yeah. I mean, again, to reiterate with that, I mean, when I went on my work experience with the surgeons and the doctors, um, I literally just took a little black book. I literally popped down to WH Smith and found like some really nice quality um, paper in a, in a notebook and it made me want to write in it more, to be honest. So get some nice quality paper for your, for your, for your notebook. But, um, you know, just ask them, is it all right if I take notes during, during this or, you know, because it's, it's easier to, to write it and have it there so you don't forget it later. And like Shane said, you will use this experience, you know, to write up your personal statement to refer to experiences um during your interview so please do you know make those notes mm. it's important to make these notes man very all right so mm. again um moving on to volunteering um yeah it is definitely something i would recommend to do um and if you can do it do it for a prolonged period of time so that you can show a commitment to a caring role um and it will help you understand you know medicine isn't just you know i'm gonna fix this person by giving them this medicine it's also you know you're taking care of people and you know you need to you need to be there empathetically emotionally everything you need to do medicine holistically essentially is what you need to understand from mm. this role and as sort of like emphasize on not just the patient's physical needs but also their psychological and mental needs as yeah. well because let's be honest on a, in a hospice the patients are all elderly and some of them will be on palliative care yeah. so it's it's quite a morbid environment already so whatever you do so even if you like sing with them or like just having a conversation with these patients will make their day yeah. and that is 
like a small example of, of a holistic approach, even though you can't do anything to help with their physical condition, you can help them or alleviate some of their psychological or mental pain or frustration. Yeah. And that's so important. So it's it's just, yeah, like Miles says, medicine isn't just something we do as a, like a problem-solving game or whatever. It is a holistic sort of a, approach to a patient. And it's so important that you understand that from a young age or an, with a lack of inexperience. You just need to understand that doctor or whoever needs to have that holistic approach. Yeah. So you will be able to deliver that when once you come into that same situation as another doctor. By the way, for those of you who don't know what palliative care is, you know, just give it a quick Google search. You'll you'll be using it a lot, especially during your interviews. Um, and we're also going to do an episode on um, interview technique. And that will probably most likely include, you know, palliative care and discussing those topics as well. So, um, volunteering doesn't just include things you do at the hospital or a hospice. It can also include stuff like charity work or working in like customer service or whatever. It's basically you understand how, um, obviously in your work experience, you will understand that doctors will have to work in a very hot, like high intensity environment. It's going to be hectic, especially in the A&E work experience that I saw it was hectic so there's going to be an incredible amount of pressure and um teamwork required to sort of navigate through that chaos but um for me it's also like I personally did um volunteering work at a charity shop and it sort of taught me how to work under pressure how to work as a team how to deal with tough customers because it's not going to be smooth sailing. There's always going to be a bump in the road and it's it depends on how you sort of cross that barrier. So I would recommend any sort of work in customer service where you interact with people a lot. So you're exposed to a, a, a wide range of scenarios. So when you become a doctor, you will be able to keep a cool head and go head first into whatever situation you're in yeah i definitely agree with that and so like just to broaden horizons it is not the end of the world if you cannot secure a place of volunteering especially with you know coronavirus around um and so one thing i think a lot of people ended up doing in our year was you know just getting a, a customer service job where they spoke to lots of people and they're exposed to a larger cross-section of, of society and got to really talk to people and understand their thoughts and feelings and that's one thing that's really important in medicine is is being open-minded and tolerant to, you know, other people's cultures and respectable towards them. Um, so yeah, getting a job even like some people overlook it, getting a job in customer service where you talk to people on a day-to-day -day basis and, and really having that, you know, that connection with people and showing, you know, I am good with people is one thing that is very important in medicine. Yeah. Any, any experience is good experience. Definitely definitely that is very true and like the most inf important thing about any sort of work experience that you do is just make sure you take something away from it and like when it comes to your interviews and personal statement even if you don't have a hospital placement just just talk about something that you learn in that in a customer service job 
there's de- you're definitely going to encounter like different scenarios and situations. I'm sure I'm sure Vidi did um, at, at his job. Um, but there's always going to be something yeah, to talk about. The amount of times about. I wanted to cry, man. <laughs> so tense. Wait, Vidi, what did you do? Huh? What did you do? Um, it was it was it was work experience at a charity shop. There was literally this one scenario where a guy was screaming my head, screaming his head off at me for absolutely nothing. Oh my god, it annoys me to think about it. But he screamed for did nothing. Did you keep a level head? Yes, I had to keep a level head. Yeah, you know. it's very important. Like, see, for example, that situation, like, really probably took a lot away from it. Um, but, like, when you go, like, you need to know that even in medicine, you're going to encounter um, sort of difficult patients, um, which might be a bit rude to say, I don't know. But um, but just need to know that whatever happens, you just need to keep a, keep professional and stay calm. Um, you can't you can't lose that professionalism is very important because in the end of the day your main aim is to care for the patient and look after them so mm. just make sure you keep calm and keep it professional the patient is always going to be the first concern for you so you have to do whatever it takes yeah to agreed. make sure you cater towards them definitely agreed all right so um coming coming on onto the topic of general work experience you know we are currently in a pandemic i mean you know this hasn't stopped uh, i haven't got a trim because of it yeah um hence why i'm doing a podcast and not a youtube channel um but oh dear <laughs> i'm looking quite shambolic well, right is now. that the reason miles come Shh, on man. okay just don't worry about it. but we understand <laughs> and the you know the general medical school councils does understand that it is difficult right now to get work experience you know physical work experience in hospitals because they kind of no place for a aspiring medical student to be right now it's a bit of a it's a bit of an inconvenience so um we've come up with a little bit of a list um for some alternative resources so um one of them is the free virtual work experience course um provided by the brighton and sussex medical school um you can just type that into google and check it out um i haven't done too much research into it but it seems like a good um reliable resource for you know understanding some of the core concepts um of practicing medicine and what the day-to-day life is like um another one i can vouch for that since brighton and sussex is my medical school bsms for life have you, have you have you have you done the have you done the uh, work experience oh sorry what <laughs> it's a quick silence you got caught out there mate. So I, I don't think i don't think you uh, got me there mate but um yeah. okay the next I mean, one i next just one. suddenly become hard of hearing now so i didn't hear what you said shane you lot are unserious you know this don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one is the um, the interactive platform called Observe GP, hosted by the Royal Co- College of Practitioners. Um, again, you can Google that uh, and just take a look at it, because you know, ev- like we said, you know, any experience is good experience as long as you can, you know, come away with with something valuable that you've learned from it. A few more outlets are, you know, look at social media pages on Instagram and and YouTube as well. Pages like Journey to Med. Uh, and of course, us, we will be trying to provide you with as much help we can um, in terms of resources to help you guys get to, you know, where you need to, both during coronavirus and after coronavirus, um, COVID-19, sorry, you know, people get on my back for saying coronavirus, but um, we'll help you guys um, along the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, we're approaching the end of the podcast now. Um, so, I mean, is there anything else you guys would like to, you know, say or, or tell people listening to the podcast? No, maybe just summarized. emphasize that work experience you don't it's not like i said you don't list what you've done 
you have to talk about what you learned from it and how it how you are going to use that as an experience to better yourself that's what they want to take away that's what interviewers want to take away what they want to hear from you yeah. what you learned not what you did what you learned that how did so it make you feel yeah and off the right off the back of that like again the notes like shane said so 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 important um because if you have those notes you have something hard copy to refer back to when writing your personal statement and you can reflect to how you felt at that specific moment and instead of it just being a check- checklist it's kind of like oh wow i actually learned these things and i felt these emotions connected to to what i learned and i feel like that's invaluable to to have so yeah i mean if you guys don't have anything else to say um let's wrap it up saying that you know um we hope you enjoyed our first podcast we might be a little bit um you know new to this but with your help um uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get better over time um in terms of you know our content and everything don't forget to follow us on twitter and instagram and share this podcast to anyone who'll find it useful actually um but yeah again we hope you enjoyed it and next week our episode is on uk cat preparation and personal statement writing thank you very much and we'll see you